Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas. The other half of your hosting team is in Boston. Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Friday, my man. So much to get to today. One of my favorite days of the week. We get to run the board, go through all of our NFL plays for this upcoming weekend, another big weekend in the NFL. But Pritch, real couple, just a couple takeaways last night in the NBA because, you know, football's number one right now. Everyone's betting football, but NBA is starting to uh, get more and more popular just with recreational betters and uh, one of the most popular sports in general behind the NFL. And really one you know takeaway from last night, Pritch, was that dog-to-fave line move with the Miami Heat. This is something you always want to look for, and it goes to kind of the points that we always make about being on Twitter and being the first to know about breaking injuries and getting good numbers here before slow-moving books can adjust. Because, remember, we were talking about that game. Uh, a lot of books opened, you know, minus one and a half, minus two on the road for Milwaukee. We saw that uh, Drew Holiday was out. Then you saw Brooke Lopez out and a flood of, of, of these guys missing the game. Quickly flip to uh, Miami Heat, minus two and a half, minus three, even as an as a closing line. What happens? Miami Heat roll there. So this isn't a perfect example of, you know, every time you see dog to fave line move or, uh, you know, a big move based on injuries. But the point is, if you can jump on these, you know, numbers before they start to move, really the NBA is a league where information is key. So once you can get on Twitter, follow these local reporters, get injury statuses, and really jump on the Heat at around a pick number or maybe getting a point or a money line minus one, 
really good hit there uh, following that line move and following these injury reports. A lesson that we got to keep an eye out forward uh, moving forward with all season long. Absolutely, Josh. Uh, definitely got to stay uh, in lockstep with uh, information. I mean, that is so key and vital in particular, too. It doesn't matter the sport because think about Thursday night football uh, from the National Football League. I mean, we saw and heard about all of the injuries for the Browns. Uh, we saw the line move to prim- primarily because of those injuries. Uh, but yet, on the other side, you had the Broncos dealing with a lot, too. And if you followed insiders on the, with the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater had a significant injury. Uh, the lack of practice. They had walkthroughs all week. And it showed because you look at the Broncos in this game, 16 plays for seven, six, 76 yards. That was the entire first half for the Broncos on the road against Browns. You're totally right, Pritch. And again, what I look at this game is through the lens of moves that are so big with zero buyback, is there still value to betting a number after the value's been gone? So a perfect example was, you know, the points there with Teddy Two Gloves. Remember, that was an opener of Denver plus six on the road. And we were identifying that game pretty early, early in the week saying, hey, your last chance at a really good value play was the plus three and a half with the hook. Got all the way down, of course, with the Case Keenum starting down to two. So here's the thing, Pritch. If you had done your homework and you know identified this movement and really jumped on the plus three and a half, I know a lot of wise guys did and were able to cash that bet. But then it gets all the way down to one or two. I mean, Pritch, what if you? Uh, and again, to me, it was you know consistent movement nonstop toward Denver. But mm-hmm. also, if you're getting Denver late at you know plus two, plus one and a half, you're kind of getting the worst of it. I know some people who you know who cashed their bet with the plus three and a half or better with Denver and kind of middled it, and you know maybe went uh, you know Cleveland money line or Cleveland minus one there late. But here's the other thing: why it's 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 sometimes hard because there was also zero buyback on the under. So I think a lot of people, when they saw that total, you know, 44 all the way down to 40 at a lot of shops with a really heavy wind. Uh, and again, we see another cash here to win the under system matches. But you can also say to yourself, can I still bet the under 40? A lot of the value is gone. Maybe people are even thinking, hey, do I buy low and go over 40 since since it's fallen so much? This is what makes sports betting really hard because again, if you Followed that movement to Denver all the way to the end. It didn't hit for you if you got the worst of it. But if you got the worst of the under, it's still cashed. So I think the whole point here, Pritch, is you know, make sure you get a number that you're comfortable with that you get before it moves too much. And again, I keep going back to the fact of technically Teddy Two Gloves didn't cover last night. Right. He didn't cover the two at the end. But Pritch, he covered for us plus three and a half of the hook. <laughs> so that's the important thing with betting, not just what side you get, but what number you get and when do you bet the game, hopefully before the line gets worse. Yeah, numbers are certainly key, but the trick is trying to figure out those numbers or find the numbers prior to maybe news that could move the numbers or or if the market kind of reacts to the news there too. That's that's the that's the trick, I think, um, that I'm learning quickly, Josh. So uh, let's get to BetMGM Insights uh, for these games coming up this weekend. Uh, this is intriguing to me. Most bet games by ticket count. You got the Packers, uh, Washington Chiefs, Titans, Falcons, and the Dolphins. Most bet teams by ticket count. Packers, of course. Uh, the Titans are up there as well as the Patriots. Most bet games, uh, most bet teams, excuse me, by handle. The Raiders, the Patriots, and Washington. So let's focus on that Chiefs-Titans game. Uh, a lot of people are intrigued by this one because I don't know if we're going to see defense in this game, this matchup. Uh, Josh, what do you think about this game? Yeah, this one's really intriguing, Prish, because we had some early movement uh, quickly toward Kansas City and then a lot of buyback here coming back on Tennessee. So a lot of these books open, you know, minus four and a half, minus four. I think the look at on this line was closer to like a minus three at some shops. But at one point, you got all the way to Chiefs minus five and a half. And then when we saw the five and a half pop up, I think a lot of betters were saying, hey, can I get a little greedy? Can I get the Titans at a key number of plus six here? It doesn't really pop up for many books. Maybe you had an outlier there, but kind of that showed me that the books were willing to, you know, jump up three, four, up all the way up to five, five and a half, but they wouldn't go to the six there with Tennessee. And really since that time, 
A lot of buyback here on Tennessee, Pritch. We're showing five on our screen. I'm seeing a lot of books back down to four and a half. So a couple systems that I would look at with Tennessee here. Uh, number one, these conference dogs, something we took, talk about quite a bit here, 39 and 27 ATS, 59%. Dogs in general, 54% ATS, even though technically doesn't cover last night. Remember, all these systems I mentioned are based on the closing line, but you can maybe cash these bets like the Broncos if you get a better number here. And then also doesn't hurt, Pritch, uh, you have a really good home referee here. If you look at uh, Brad Allen, he's about 56% ATS to the home team. So I worry Tennessee, or I worry with Kansas City, you know, Pritch, such a great offense, and uh, are they starting to get it going again? Still some turnover issues here. Um, but I think the value play is Tennessee in the points here. It worries me it's a little popular, but I think this is a team that I saw a tweet, Julio Jones is feeling good, should be good to go. And if I'm on a dog at home getting points on a team that can put up a lot of points and keep pace, either keep pace or backdoor cover, I'd look at the Titans plus the points here. And Pritch, I'm with you. This this thing screams over. It did open 56 and a half up to 57 and a half. One of the highest totals that we've seen in quite a while. Uh, we could be in store for some points here in this. Yeah, game. absolutely. Any correlation, Josh, to uh, a two game, two teams that could potentially have a shootout, and uh, then also you're looking at a spread of uh, five points here. I mean, in other yeah, words, so in, can we yeah. see uh, a bigger margin of victory, a larger margin of victory uh, in a shootout? Yeah, so I think, you know, in terms of correlative betting, something you always want to look at, uh, and it kind of can fluctuate depending on sports, but when it comes to football, you want favorites with a low total. Okay. Or sorry, you want favorites with a high total. Okay. You want dogs with a low total. What that means is uh, more uh, fewer expected points being scored. If you're on a dog, a low total, that's a good thing because it makes it harder for the favorite to cover. Now, on the flip side, favorites technically you would want with a higher end total, which kind of worries me with Tennessee because Kansas City is favored. And when you have such a high total with more expected points scored, it's going to make it game theory-wise uh, more likely or easier. Doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it's going to happen, but more likely that that favorite uh, with more points being scored has a better shot at covering that number. So that's a correlative betting that doesn't really match with Tennessee. Again, you're on a dog, you want a low total, uh, but still Pritch, at least offensively, maybe you can get a backdoor cover. Maybe you can keep it close off that huge win against Buffalo. That's what worries me too. It's like mm -hmm. Tennessee off that huge win against the Bills. Wow, that you're really working with something here, but do they become a little bit overvalued because of that win? That's my one concern, but I am going to lean points here with the Titans. Okay, something to watch here. Tyreek Hill, questionable. He has not practiced at all this week with uh, quadriceps. Uh, and then Travis Kelsey has a neck uh, issue, and he's questionable. That could be tricky, too, as you get up closer and closer to game time. How about the Packers and the Washington? A lot of intrigue with this one because the Packers are right around the corner after this game. They have a big one against Arizona. So your thoughts on this one? Yeah, so this is a game, you know, we talked about uh, this game with Gamble and Lou yesterday, or Uncle Lou, or Prince, you got to keep an eye on his, on his nicknames here. But uh, with Gamble and Lou, he was talking about uh, identifying Washington very early on, uh, getting getting 10, you know, mm -hmm. nine and a half, nine. So uh, you did have early movement toward Washington. I mean, this is kind of a wash, rinse, repeat kind of play with the Packers, uh, you know, on the season here. They're, they're playing great, Pritch, and that win total to the over is looking good so far. But this is a team that is five and one straight up, five and one ATS. You look at Washington, two and four, one and five ATS. So one team is winning a lot and covering a lot. The other team is losing more often than not and not covering. So typically I like to buy low on these bad ATS teams versus good ATS teams. I'd lean Washington here. You know, Packers, again, I just feel like maybe this number should be closer to, you know, seven and a half, eight, something like that. We're showing eight on our board and really the buyback, Rich, maybe it gets down to seven and a half. I think you're going to get. Uh, you know, teaser opportunities where you can go eight down to two. You go through the three, you go through the seven. Hint, hint. I think that might be uh, my colleague's uh, maybe, maybe teaser opportunity this week. Okay. Um, but I'm looking at uh, possibly Washington in the points here. Again, these road teams that see the line stay the same or move in their favor, 39 and 27 ATS, 50, 59%. And Pritch, can we get this defense to show up? <laughs> you, got all, you got all the parts, but you can't get it done. 
it is a line move to, to the football team. Call here. Del Rio. Call him up. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it's, it's, it's on his plate right now in terms of whether or not the Washington football team get that defense and their act together. There's a lot of talent for them to be underachieving right now. And you mentioned it, Josh. I mean, Green Bay, uh, I saw this stat about Aaron Rodgers that you have to feel comfortable about now in terms of money line parlays or, in fact, teasers. A 16-2 and two at home since 2019. I mean, that's incredible right there for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and I think the odds makers uh, or the, the sportsbooks here are definitely going to be rooting for Washington. Number right. one, it's a public play toward Green Bay. But think about all these parlays, money line parlays, teasers that are all going to be involving with Green Bay here. And again, Rogers has been the antidote. He's been covering these numbers regardless, and he gave that stat. He owns the uh, the Bears here last week, Pritch. He owns pretty much everybody. But uh, again, you know the the fact that the Packers are a popular play yet, we've seen it fall 10 down to 8. Tells me there was at least some some respected money, maybe some gamble and loo money early uh, when that thing was closer to maybe nine there. And then the Patriots and the Jets. I mean, the Patriots are going to get their first win of the year at home. I mean, that's going to happen, right? Uh, The number is a big number if you're comfortable with it. Are you going the other way with the dog here? Oh, man, Pritch, I'll be honest with you. I don't like either side of this game. Okay. I guess, you know, in terms of the Patriots, I totally get it. You know, this is an inferior opponent that you really need to win here. Um, but again, they open six and a half. They're up to seven. Patriots are getting, they're almost back to those Brady days, getting 80% of bets or more. Tough for me to lay that in the division when you yeah. miss the six and a half. Also, do I want to back the Jets? I'll lean Jets, road division dog. But, Pritch, is one of those games, no bet for me. I don't want any part of this one. I hear you. Your, your focus is on the Red Sox anyway and not the Patriots at this point. <laughs> uh, Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Well, uh, Josh Applebaum did allude to it. Uh, I do have a play or two that we're going to get into after the break. It's my playbook. That's next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody, it's time to download BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so, Josh, uh, we're going to dive into my playbook. As we ended the show yesterday, uh, we both liked UNLV. Uh, I thought we were going to catch that. It felt great, felt right. Uh, up until halftime when we saw the running back for UNLV fumble. Uh, and certainly San Jose took advantage of that. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, I'm not surprised or shocked by the developments <laughs> in the second half there. Yeah, Pritch, that was uh, that was my last one of the night. I was kind of simultaneously sweating uh, the points there <laughs> with the Clippers, which did come through, but UNLV with the points did not come through. Here's a great thing that you tweeted me or you uh, you know texted me right before the game. That line shot up to minus six. That yeah. gave me a little heartburn, Pritch, because remember, we were doing the show and it was pretty much a sharp line freeze all day where mm-hmm. no one wants to touch UNLV. They're getting four and a half points, but it stayed around four and a half points. But that late movement up to six, I said, ooh, this is a tough spot. Now, here's an example of a teachable moment different uh, approaches to different lines when a line can move on you in a bad direction. Like, you know, if you jumped on the Broncos three and a half in the hook, you're feeling good about that. You just sit back and you're getting great closing line value. If you get beat on a closing line to me, I made my bet. I'm going to sleep in a pitch. Right. I didn't go re bet the mine, the plus six or go the other way and bet the minus six. I just stayed with what I, what I got, but Pritch, what were they up? 17 to three at oh. one point. You give a bad touchdown at half. I mean, come on, man. That should be a come <laughs> on, man. If he's alive for right. UNLV last. I mean, all kind of cliches. I mean, 19 play drive to end the game, 72 yards and didn't score, uh, which is incredible to think about right there. Uh, but as they say, uh, boom goes the dynamite there, Josh Applebaum. So uh, let's get into my playbook uh, for the National Football League. A couple plays I might add to it. I talked about the Packers. I love the stat of Aaron Rodgers at home 
Uh, but I, I'm uncomfortable with the number. I'm uncomfortable with the points, especially on a short week for their attention span, uh, knowing that they have the Cardinals coming up. So I tease them down, uh, and I found a partner with the Ravens. And the reason why I, I tease the Ravens down as well, unable to find them as a pick is because everybody's talking about Joe Burrow and this offense for uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, but I'm looking at that defense only allowing 18.5 points per game this is a divisional matchup too, Josh, and I think divisional games are are closer because of that familiarity aspect. You're totally right, Pritch. So I like your angle here with your teasers. So just in terms of Baltimore, obviously you're getting them uh, pretty much down to uh, pick them at this point. Again, six and a half, six, uh, pick them or a minus a half point. So either way, you're getting a better number, which I do like. You're going through the key number of three. Now, in terms of the exact, the you know, the full spread itself, mm-hmm. actually like the Bengals here plus okay. six and a half. What jumped out to me is again the divisional dog angle that you talked about uh, with these uh, the situations. Again, the familiarity, leveling the playing field, benefiting the team, getting points. Also, I think are we you know the love for Baltimore is is really crazy. It's well worth it. They're off to a great start this year. But are we kind of undervaluing the Cincinnati Bengals here, Pritch? I mean, a lot of people probably still think of the Bengals as the old Bengals who never win anything and are always terrible. Uh, Marvin Lewis, where, you know, you get some wins and never win a playoff game. But they're four and two. They're three and three ATS. They've actually won three of their last four. Uh, Their defense looks pretty decent. You have Jamar Chase with Burrow. So in this divisional matchup, I just think the love for Baltimore is really high. And I don't think the love for Cincinnati is high enough. So to me, Again, line open six and a half. Some shops are still six and a half, maybe down to six. That'll be a divisional dog angle. We have seen these road dogs. Uh, I think they're 33 and 21 ATS around 60%. So I'll take the Bengals in the points, but in your teaser spot, totally agree with you. You're getting bringing that uh, number d- down way, you know, way lower than it was before. So it could be value there. And then with your Washington Green Bay, you're going through multiple key numbers, eight down to two. I love your teases, Pritch, but I will be rooting for the Bengals in the points in that one. All right, let's move on to my other play right now, uh, Josh. So I, I like the Patriots uh, at home. I, I tease them down as well. I think uh, Belichick gets his first win of the year at home this week against the Jets. Uh, But the partner I found for this game was a total, Josh. So the Panthers and the Giants, right? Uh, Joe Judge, uh, look, you know how I feel about that guy as a head coach. Uh, But Daniel Jones and the Giants, they're going to be without Tony, Galladay, Barkley, and Shepard. Shepard's questionable. Uh, But I don't know what questionable is going to do for the Giants in this game. So, uh, And then you look on the other side with uh, Sam Darnold and the Panthers, Uh, trying to find their way without Christian McCaffrey for sure. They want to run the ball from Matt Rule's point of view. They want to get back to their character, their identity that way. So I like the under in this situation, but I tease it up uh, because I saw the line movement. I tease it up and play the under 49. Yeah, I think that's a really smart play by you, Prince. So let's start with the Patriots here. Belichick and this team can't beat the Jets at home when you're 0-4 to start at home this year. I mean, you're you're in real serious trouble here. So, uh, again, they played, uh, what was it, September 19th, 25-6. Remember, that was the game. Patriots rolled and really gave a ton of confusion there for Zach Wilson, where he threw four interceptions and really probably should have won by way more. Patriots couldn't convert anything in the red zone. Probably should have been a you know a 42 to six game pretty much. But uh, bringing it back down a little bit, I like your your tease there, and I really like your underplay because in that one, Pritch, you were really smart about it because number one, when I'm betting teasers or totals or looking at situations like this, first, what's the market telling me with the total in the Carolina Giants game? It was some respected money under regardless. It opened 44. It's down to around 43. We have seen some system matches here. When the line stays the same or falls, 
the unders 55% this year, 28 and 23. Uh, also, if you look at these lower end totals, when the total is 45 or less, you had another win last night. When it's a low total, 45 or less, Pritch, the under is now 18 and 9, 67%. So it's kind of like one of those situations in baseball when like a total's like six and a half, and you're like, it's got to go over. But no, sometimes it's set low for a reason. Mm -hmm. So that'll be in your in your uh, you know in your uh, back pocket as well. But teasing up now to 49, you're getting some more points. And by the way, these teams uh, kind of struggle to score. Only 23 a game for Carolina, 19 for the Giants. I like both your plays here, Pritch. And really, you're you're crushing the teaser game, my man. You're, you're killing it. Keep I, it up. I'm trying. I mean, it's working. It's profitable. Again, it's it's about the lower left to upper right for me when it comes to my bankroll. And uh, how I get there, uh, it doesn't really matter. I just want to get to that upper right situation. But you're right about 19 points a game. And that's when, I mean, I, I, for the most part, the Giants have been healthy. Uh, but th these are significant injuries. I mean, I, I cannot discount that at all. When I watched Thursday Night Football and saw the Denver Broncos limp and, and covered for some if you got there early enough for sure, but they limped in that game and it showed. And then on the other side too, even if you do have backups, can you stay true to your identity? We saw that with the Browns. I don't know what the identity is right now for the Giants. Yeah, so Joe Judge says everything's going to be okay, Pritch, so don't worry about it. He's <laughs> okay. got everything under control there. But uh, I'm with you. The one thing I would mention, though, with the spread here is, and again, this could be end up looking really, really dumb come Sunday when the G-men you know, get blown out here, but <laughs> there is some liability on the plus three. What really jumped out to me is with Carolina here, they're almost uh, one of the most lopsided plays of the week, getting almost 70 80% of bets across the market, better record, Giants banged up. But here's the thing. Carolina opened minus three. They've stayed at minus three. This is one of those classic line freezes. If everyone's betting the Panthers here and they're getting three out of four bets, if not more, why didn't they go up to minus three and a half, minus four? If you look really closely at the juice with the Giants, Pritch, a lot of them are plus three, minus 115. Like it may get down to two and a half, actually. So again, gets down to two and a half. I'm sure you'll have even more Panthers money at minus two and a half below the key number of three. But this is one of those those gross hazmat plays with the Giants where they're banged up. They got a lot of injuries. They look terrible. But yet the line opened at a really low three. And even though everyone's betting Carolina, it hasn't ticked up. So I actually think the G-men at plus three, as gross as it sounds, could have a little bit of sneaky sharp value value this weekend. Okay, Josh, we do have that Monday night game that I want to ask you about in terms of uh, line movement or, or what the market is suggesting to you right now because we have some time for this decision, certainly. Uh, New Orleans at Seattle. Uh, both teams have lost their franchise quarterback. Uh, you know, one through retirement, but then the other one uh, through injury. But again, two teams may be seeking uh, to find an identity, though. Yeah, so kind of the way this looks, Pritch, a little bit of inflated number in favor of the Saints. So we're looking at BetMGM, 51% of bets on the Saints, 58% of the money, uh, and really seeing this line creep up. You know, it opened at uh, around minus three, minus three and a half, ticked up at one point. I think it might have reached uh, five, uh, even five and a half. I don't know if there's any buyback there. The five might have been your biggest number. But a lot of books that got up to five ended up creeping back down, coming back down to four and a half. So we have seen these primetime dogs here, Pritch, uh, again, technically a primetime dog lost last night, but I keep going back to the fact of you got the three and a half or higher, you end up covering, but still, even with that loss, 12 and seven ATS to primetime dogs, I'm looking at Seattle, a little bit contrarian at home, uh, inflated number off the opener. You're going to get a lot of this anti Geno Smith money. But remember Geno covered last week against the Steelers. My only concern here, Pritch, uh, aside from this contrarian dog angle, dog low total, all these matches with the Seahawks, is that the Saints are coming off a buy. And mm -hmm. if you look at these favorites off a buy, they've done pretty well historically, about 58% ATS the last decade. And if you're a road favorite off a buy, you're about 66% ATS the last decade. So I, I definitely get the movement early. I think if you got the, you know, three and a half, 
three, three and a half, maybe a four, even early on, then you're probably just going to sit on that and feel good about the saints. But if this thing keeps creeping up and again, does it get back to five? Do we see it fall back down a little bit? I just think the Seahawks are in kind of the same exact spot. They were against uh, the, the Steelers there with an inflated number contrarian with Gino. Mm-hmm. Let's just see how, you know, what's the best number we can get. When does this buyback start to take place? You may be seeing a little bit of it with some books falling five and a half, five now to four and a half. Okay. The totals 43 in that game. Just a reminder to everybody, Taysom Hill, uh, has that concussion he's recovering from, but certainly that was uh, before the bye week. So they had the bye week, uh, and so maybe uh, you look for some creativity uh, with the Saints uh, after this bye week. Come up next, we're going to get to Josh Applebaum's playbook. Cannot wait for that. That's next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime. Zen's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. You can also use Zen indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen also comes in two strengths, so you can have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers over 21. Learn more and find your local retailer at zen.com. That's zyn.com. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, without further ado, it's time for your playbook. What do you have leading into this weekend? Yeah, Pritch, so a couple uh, couple spread plays, a money line play as well. First one on my board is the Indianapolis Colts. I kind of like how the Colts are trending recently, Pritch. They're not going to San Francisco. Jimmy G is back uh, for the 49ers here. But you look at Indianapolis, they're 2-4, and four, right. San Fran's 2-3. and three. Uh, But really, Indy, 4-2 and two ATS, they've been covering these numbers. Their last three games, they probably should be 3-0. and oh. you, you roll against Houston 31-3, to three, cover the 11 and a half. Uh, a couple weeks before that, you beat Miami 27-17 at your first win of the year, uh, plus two and a half. You went out right there. Then that Baltimore game, that sandwich game, where you're up big, probably should have kept in, uh, you know, and won that game there. You lose 31-25 in OT, but covered the seven and a half. So you're getting healthier with Indy. You're playing better. Carson Wentz, believe it or not, Pritch, nine TDs, one pick, really uh, playing better here with Frank Wright, kind of whispering, uh, being his QB whisperer. But I just like grabbing points here against this San Francisco team that has been a little bit underwhelming here to start the year with a lot of injuries. So this uh, line will open at a lot of shops, Pritch, around minus four and a half at home for the 49ers. Got all the way down to three and a half at one point. You had a little buyback here, back to four. I'll take the plus four with the Colts here. Pretty much all movement, uh, aside from that late buyback, has been toward the Colts. You also look at a com- couple system matches. Road teams, again, line moves. Line either stays the same or moves in their favor. 39 and 27 against the spread, 59% ATS. Those short road dogs plus six or less. A grinder system for us all year, Pritch, 25 and 10 against the spread, 71% ATS. And these primetime dogs, 12 and 7 ATS. 63% on the year. It doesn't hurt that dogs in general have been pretty good, uh, especially on the road when the public kind of overvalues home field advantage. 
33 and 22 ATS 60%. So I got about four or five systems that are 60% mm-hmm. caching, uh, covering here, all matching on the Colts. I like the way they're playing as late. I see this more of a field goal game, Pritch. So I'll take the plus four. I like Indy and the points at San Fran on uh, on Sunday night. That's pretty strong to have all those matches right there too, Josh. In addition to their defense only allowing 21.8 points a game. Did have a blow with Julian Blackman, but his replacement's going to have enough time to at least digest that game plan and get ready for this game. Exactly, Pritch. And again, that's hopefully uh, the goal here. And again, one thing I would mention, pretty windy there, San Fran, mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday night. Total open around 44 and a half, it's been down to 43. Kind of looks a little bit like that windy under last night. Right. We'll see if it continues to drop here. But about 15, 20 mile an hour winds at San Fran. I think the part of the reason there for that under. Um, another pitch uh, play for me here would be, uh, Pritch, the Atlanta Falcons here. The Falcons match one of my favorite systems, dog to favorite. I, I kind of play this pretty much universal across any sport when I see it. Because the thought process is, um, you know, it takes a lot of respected money to flip a dog to a favorite. So therefore, I want to be with that respected money moving that number. So the Falcons going on the road here, they open at plus two and a half on the road at the Dolphins. Now they're all the way up to uh, around minus one and a half, minus two at this point, even two and a halfs out there. Uh, I found a money line at minus 130. And really with the Atlanta Falcons, they're playing better as late. They won two or three. And the key here, not just the dog to fave, a huge bet first dollar discrepancy. Mm-hmm. Only 49% of bets on the Falcons this weekend at BetMGM, but it accounts for 72% of the money. So again, a big discrepancy, you know, more than 20% there between bets and dollars. I like that. Tells me bigger wages on the Falcons. And the caveat to cherry on top here, uh, a favorite off a of buy. Again, this is a system I like to lean on quite a bit. If you're a favorite off a of buy, around 58% ATS last decade and 66% ATS if you're on the road. So I'll be looking at the Falcons on the money line. I don't want to mess around with two and a half points, Bridge. Right. Just win the game with Atlanta. Well, I can only imagine what Tua's going through, right? With all the rumors, all the noise. But uh, Coach Flores talked about, hey, Tua is our quarterback. Um, I, I don't know if he's trying to settle down his quarterback or empower Tua in this situation. But, I mean, how can your quarterback, who's supposed to be the alpha male on your football team, uh, be concerned about his future as he's entering this football game? Yeah, it's funny, Pritch, on Twitter, I saw uh, right off the bat Flores saying Tua's our guy, and they had a <laughs> side-by-side photo of Cliff Kingsbury saying Josh Rosen, Josh is our <laughs> right. guy. So, Pritch, that's like the kiss of death. When when, you're, when your coach has to say that, you know something's wrong. It's almost like when you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. So, uh, again, not a good sign there for, for our guy Tua, uh, which Michael Lombardi, don't say a bad thing about Tua. That, that's Michael Lombardi's guy there. Um, Pritch, just to end up end the segment here, a couple uh-huh. more plays. I talked about the Bengals. Right. To me, that's just kind of a value play. Road division dog. Everybody on Baltimore. Yet yeah, line did fall some shops. Uh, six and a half, kind of maybe creeping down to six at this point. I jumped on the hook there. Then my last one was a late ad for me. I'm going to take a shot on the Eagles here, Pritch. I think you're kind of buying low on the Eagles. What jumped out to me is, you know, a team that struggled here as a late, but really the Vegas Raiders off that huge emotional win. You get rid of Gruden, you roll on the road and win by 10. And when you're over there, a five point dog in that one, I could see a letdown spot for Vegas. And what I like with uh, the Eagles here, number one, they have a rest advantage uh, playing Thursday night versus uh, Vegas who played Sunday. And then also um, this is pretty much a line freeze. You have majority of bets here on Vegas at home after their big impressive win. But they open minus three pitch. They've stayed minus three. They have not moved at all. And if you look at the juice, all the juice on the Eagles are plus three, minus 115, minus 120. I think this thing may get down to two and a half. So to me, you know, value here on a short road dog. We've talked about these short road dogs uh, quite a bit, plus three or less, 12 and five ATS this year, 71%. So I think that thing's getting down to two and a half. I think the Eagles here, maybe after that big, and Pritch, have you ever dealt with this? A big emotional win, 
How does your locker room respond? Do you exhale or do you kind of maybe uh, get hung up on that game? Uh, to me, it's a buy low spot betting against the Raiders after that big win. Well, I mean, you look at the ticket count, uh, most bet teams by ticket count, uh, actually most bet teams by handle, excuse me on this one, Josh, most bet teams by handle, the Raiders are number one, according to BetMGM Insights right there. Uh, so, you know, the thing about the Raiders is they came together in a, Horrible situation off the field with the head coach, and certainly he steps down. Uh, and so I was curious about their focus on the field against the Broncos, and I saw that. I saw them focused uh, and ready to play. Now, can they carry it over? I think uh, it adds confidence to you as a player that you can overcome any obstacle in your way now. Uh, if you can overcome the, the Gruden saga in that situation, then there is no hurdle large enough or big enough in front of you. So I think this could not only galvanize the team, but also lift their confidence level uh, and then open up the possibility of what could be at the end of your schedule. And certainly I think the Raiders have their goals set on making the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think it's a great point by you, Pritch. And again, you get this big win, but here's the thing, you know, uh, if some much smarter betters than me, we're, we're looking at this point mm -hmm. to get galvanized with the Raiders and, uh, and, and keep rolling and, and kind of build the momentum off that big win in Denver then why didn't they go to minus three and a half, minus four? Again, you talked about that big money, and this jumped out to me, too, because I think it was 86% of money mm -hmm. is on the Raiders here. But, Pritch, whenever I look at low bets, higher dollars, I want to make it coincide with the line movement. Like, for example, that Atlanta Falcons, only 49% bets, 72% money, but yet the line moved toward the Falcons. Sometimes you'll get these bet first dollar discrepancies where it looks like, wow, so much more money's on the Raiders but they didn't go to three and a half. They stayed where they're at and the juice is actually toward the Eagles. So uh, what I'm getting at here is, you know, when you're using this data, try to make all the, you know, the arrows point in the same direction. You're getting the money pointing in the direction of the Raiders, but the line isn't going in the direction yeah. of the Raiders. So maybe that's maybe more recreational money, uh, you know, j j just in terms of getting that big 86%, but it always gives me, you know, a pause when you're getting a lot of money yet the line won't go in your favor. It tells me what kind of money is that? That's what I want to know. Is it more public money where the odds makers are saying, we don't care about all that liability on the Raiders. We're taking in maybe uh, a larger share of respected money, causing that juice movement toward the Eagles on the road. I know the Eagles are experimenting offensively. They have a lot of speed on that offense. So do the Raiders too. So uh, you can look at that total if you want. It's 49 out here as well. What about Tampa Bay? Uh, and their game. Antonio Brown's going to be out of this game. Tampa Bay and Chicago. We all remember Tom Brady last year against Chicago. Your thoughts on this game? Big number, Josh. Yeah, so this is the one that dropped quite a bit, too. You know, a lot of these books early, I think we're like minus 13 at home here for uh, for Tampa Bay. You're mm -hmm. now down to, you know, 12 and a half, 11 and a half. This thing is falling toward Chicago. So normally I would say, hey, you know, let me, I want to be with the money. I want to be with this line move. I like these double digit dogs on the road. But my one hang up here is a rest advantage for Tampa Bay, even though they're going to miss Antonio Brown. Still got a lot of guys to maybe take his place. But you last played Thursday, so you have an, an arrest advantage. And Tom Brady's putting out his videos all the time, Pritch. On Sunday, he was like, hey, I wish I was playing here. So you know they're ready to go. And the other thing is, if I'm going to buy low on a, on a line that falls, I, I think, again, the value is like the 13 with the Bears. Now you're down to you know closer to 11 and a half. I'd almost maybe buy low on the Bucks here at this point, Pritch. And my angle would be, if I'm going to bet on a favorite to cover a number, I want a favorite with a much better offense. I know Antonio Brown's out here, Gronk probably as well, but Tampa Bay is averaging 33 points a game. <laughs> right. Justin Fields in Chicago only averaging 16. So I think if you're going to cover this number, that's what you're leaning on. I'm actually thinking about maybe buying low on Tampa Bay here. I mean, that's such a low number. I mean, I don't know if you can consider the uh, back in the dog in this one, right? I mean, Chicago, I mean, how do you play national in the National Football League and average that few points? I mean, that's ridiculous to me.
Uh, but we're going to continue this discussion because we do have other large dog situations, Josh. We're going to get to those coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN, the sports betting network. Become a weekend warrior at BetMGM. King of the Weekend is a free-to-play challenge where you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest-scoring pro football teams during the weekend. Simply log into your account and find the King of the Weekend contest in your promotion section. Then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 will go to the top entry each week. 
And if you guess all six in the right order, the grand prize of $50,000 could be yours. Plus, hundreds of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. Go to your account and try the King of the Weekend free-to-play game. If you're new to BetMGM, download the app today and make weekend football even better. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, we got some uh, big underdogs here, uh, right? Uh, the Lions and Rams game, the Texans and the Cardinals. Our producer, Benjamin Wilson, was kind enough to look up one of my games in terms of what was my biggest dog. Or what, when was I a large dog like this, right? Uh, so he had to go back to, what, 1992. Uh, we played the Washington football team, then the Redskins at the time. We were a 12-point underdog. Uh, we lost that game 56-17. to 17. Wasn't even close. <laughs> Wasn't even close. That team went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Um, uh, that 91 team, the 91 team. So they went on to win the Super Bowl that year. So we got these large dog situations, uh, a little bit, little bit larger than 12 points too. So you got the Lions and the Rams. Uh, what do you think of this matchup? Yeah. So to me, you know, we're in the, I think the question here is, are you interested in any of these dogs with these big points? Cause I think the public, when they see these big numbers they are like, Hey, it's an NFL team, your professional team. You should be able to cover these huge numbers, but I think you got to take each game individually. So for this one, I would lean a little bit with the lions, you know, a couple of things that caught my eye, Pritch really contrarian spot. They're getting no support at all. Three out of four bets are on the Rams here, just laying the points. Uh, but if you look at Detroit, uh, Mr. Bite your kneecap here. He kind of gets them <laughs> to play hard sometimes. Uh, I know they're 0 and six uh, straight up, but three and three ATS. They've had a couple of uh, games that they've been late kind of leading in. I think about that, uh, that Ravens game and that Vikings game as well, but I'm okay with that pitch. Cause I'm on the under four and a half win total with the lions. They can keep losing, but I would lean a little bit to covering, you know, a lot of these books, uh, pretty much open. I think the look head was maybe like 14, 15, got all the way up to, you know, 16 and a half. You could find the hook on 16 and a half. I would lean a little bit to the points here with Detroit. Again, is there a handshake thing with McVay and his old, uh, his old quarterback or, you know, saying, Hey, we're not going to let you up and embarrass you. Maybe McVay, uh, kind of feels bad about the way he handled the golf situation. Although, uh, he died once seven here with Stafford, but Pritch, some system matches road team, uh, road teams off a uh, 20 point loss or more. It's been a good buy low spot as a dog. You lose by 20 or more. You come back the next game, uh, five and three ATS this year, about 56% ATS. Historically talk about those conference dogs, 60% ATS. Uh, and also this, uh, a, a sneaky one, double digit dog after, after a double digit blowout. Uh, again, it's kind of a rare situation where you can kind of buy low on a, a situation where people say, man, they got no shot there. They lose by a lot. They're now, now getting a lot. Doesn't matter. They won't cover, but that buy low spot, double digit dog after double digit loss last decade, you're around 56% ATS. So I could be intrigued by Detroit in the mm, points here. Okay. Cause I, I was thinking, I was going to ask you the question, which dog uh, would you back here? But I think he's probably would back both of them. I mean, considering <laughs> what the Texans are going through right now too, right? Uh, the wheels have fallen off that thing. I said that weeks ago. Uh, they might be selling parts uh, after this game, too, in terms of the trade deadline in the National Football League. They're catching 18 points against the Cardinals, who, by the way, have that big game uh, following Thursday after that game. So what do you think? 47 and a half is the total. 
So, Pritch, this is such a huge number, and more more often than not, I'd be inclined to grab points here, but I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to lay with Arizona. This what? reminds me a little <laughs> bit. I know, I know. This is crazy, isn't it? Yes. And again, maybe I'm, maybe I'm betting into a bad number, but my angle here is almost, remember, Pritch, that Dodgers game we talked about, I think it was last week, maybe it was against the Giants or one of those Braves games early, but uh, where they were a big, like, minus 200 favorite, but they're only getting, like, 30% of bets, but, like, 60% of money. That kind of gives me the same vibe here uh, with the Cardinals because at BetMGM, the Cardinals are only getting 44% of bets. They're kind of, uh, believe it or not, a contrarian spot. Majority of bets are saying this line's just way too high. But the Cardinals, 44% of bets, but 77% of the money, almost 80% of the money. Now, this jives with the line move. A lot of these numbers, I think the look ahead, and I know Gamble and Lou was talking about look ahead of like 14 and a half. What worries me is you are up to now 17 and a half. But really con- continued support to Arizona, zero buyback. I'm seeing some books go to 18 right now. So it tells me at 17 and a half, maybe there was still a bite at the apple there. And the other thing is uh, looking at these non-conference favorites. Uh, when you, you're in the different conference, lack of familiarity, it's the opposite of that divisional angle where you have the familiarity. Lack of familiarity in, in non-conference games benefits the favorite. Non-conference favorites this year, 17 and two ATS, 59%. So Pritch, this kind of reminds me, you know, betting against rookie coach, rookie quarterback, kind of reminds me a little bit uh, on steroids of that Colts line against the Texans where remember that was like an 11 point mm-hmm. favorite there. And it was a 31, three game. I could see something like that happening again. So I'm going to lay it here with the Arizona uh, Cardinals, believe it or not, Pritch. But here's another thing. If you're playing survivor, I think you're in a better spot to use Arizona this week against the Texans instead of the Rams against the Detroit lions, because a lot of people are kind of split. These are the two most popular survivor plays Arizona and the Rams, but always look ahead to next week because what do we have next week? Pritch Arizona's at home against green Bay. Right. That's probably going to be maybe, I don't know, Arizona minus three. It's going to be a really pretty short number. That could be an upset spot. The Rams, what do they do next week? They go to Houston. So don't use Houston this week. Save Houston for next week, uh, or sorry, don't use the Rams this week. Use the Rams next week when they go to Houston. Use Arizona this week. I think that's the way to handle Survivor here. Well, I tell you what, uh, I, I backed Houston against Buffalo. I think 17 points. What could go wrong? <laughs> I lost that ticket, Josh Applebaum. I lost that one. <laughs> um, let's get to baseball because we got a big uh, matchup, obviously. Uh, the ALCS game six in Houston. Uh, your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so Pritch, obviously my socks backs against the wall, living on a prayer here. I'll give you all the cliches you want, but uh, and I would say there are questions now about cheating. Again, maybe this is uh, you know sour grapes in Boston, but we're hearing whistles when uh, fastballs are coming. There's lights in center field, and Alex Cora said uh, the Houston Astros have made <clears throat> a lot of adjustments over the last couple of games. So he said the word adjustments like ten times in his presser. And if anyone's cheating, I think Alex Cora knows what's going on. So that's a whole other side note here. I'm going to take a shot on the Red Sox. Yeah, I'm a Red Sox fan, but I think there's a reason why maybe the Red Sox could be a decent play today. Number one, line movement. You're getting majority bets here on the Astros about, uh, I think a little more than uh, 60% of bets or so saying, hey, Houston bats are red hot. Red Sox are dead. Just lay the Astros with a really short number at home. But Pritch, a lot of these books open Astros minus 110, Red Sox even money plus 100. It's now down to pretty much a pick 'em game right now. So the Red Sox would match a uh, playoff dog high total, a uh, total of nine in this one. It's interesting. The over is uh, five and zero to start. You did see this thing tick up eight and a half up to nine. So anyone who's been playing the over out of principle, you wanted the eight and a half early, but also just going contrarian in these postseason spots. If you're looking at teams getting less than half the tickets, uh, they're, they're about 47%, uh, 12 and 14, but a pretty good ROI with those plus money payouts. So I'm going to bank on the Sox here with Evaldi on the bump. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're dead quite yet, Pritch. To me, this is the the Dodgers play from last night. 
flip it with the Red Sox tonight. My season can't end tonight, Bridge. <laughs> I, I need the Sox in my life. So you mean Sports Talk Radio out there? Like, look, or did Houston, did their bats uh, magically just uh, start hitting the baseball? I mean, did they just start producing, or is there some shenanigans going on? Is that what they're saying out there, Josh? Come on. Pretty yeah, I know. And again, it sounds kind of weird. I don't want to be the one, you know, yelling at refs and talking <laughs> cheating because again, if 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 everything's fixed, then why even play the game? But here's the thing, Pritch. There are some there's some data there when there's a man on second. Uh, I think the Astros from games one through two or one through three and then four and five, uh, they're they're running in uh, hitting you know guys into scoring position, scoring these guys from second at like an exponential clip than they did the first few games. So mm-hmm. the question is, are they relaying the signs from second down to the batter at the plate? That's why they're hitting all these runners in scoring position. We shall, we shall see, Pritch. But I'll take whatever karma, whatever storyline you want to create. If it gets the Sox going today, I'm down with it. Yeah, I mean, the Sox, they just have to avoid those late-inning collapses. I mean, that's something that uh, handcuffed them later on in the year, towards uh, the end of the year, uh, racing towards the playoffs. But Evaldi on the bump, you got to feel good about that, certainly uh, against Garcia. Uh, Astros minus 106, uh, the Red Sox minus 104, the total nine right there in this matchup. But you said you have a good feeling about your socks, though. I'm hoping so, Pritch. And again, backs against the wall. Valdi's kind of the one guy you can rely on here in this uh, Red Sox rotation. So let's see. It's You know, you got to get four. And uh, Sox are down three to two, but the fourth one is always the hardest. Uh, Pritch, real quick, I want to hit on some NBA because uh, before we get out of here, we just had something happen that happened last night that mm-hmm. we let off the show with that hopefully betters can take advantage of. It's these injuries taking place and getting down on a line, uh, basically, once a star player is out. So it just came out uh, pretty much the start of our show. Bradley Beal is going to miss tonight's game for the Washington Wizards. The Wizards are already down a lot of guys. Uh, Hachimura, Bryant, they got a lot of guys out. Um, The Pacers, I think the Pacers are in the spot right now that the Miami Heat were in last night. We're showing Wizards minus one and a half right now, but this thing is down to a pick and I'm seeing the Pacers go to minus one. So the thought process of, you know, Drew Holiday out, Brooke Lopez out, all these guys out last night. You see the dog to fade flip with Miami. They end up rolling in that one. I like the Pacers here on the money line with the news of Bradley Beal going out. Again, you wanted the one and a half, the one. I'll go money line here with a late play. Uh, but give me the Pacers here in a Twitter-based bet here in the NBA. Press. All right, Josh, I got to give you a lot of credit on that one because we were talking about your socks and then you just shifted gears immediately to the NBA with some news. So that is awesome. <laughs> Great job this week. Great job, Pritch. Good luck this weekend. Good luck to you as well. The Edge coming up next right here on BSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. 
and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 